The sexy recording is on. There Whoa. we go. Ooh, I know, so sensuous. Today, This American Dice presents Dungeon World, Cousins Edition. Mission to Mount Gloom, Episode 1. Watch as our returning characters, Herzl Quarterling and Dr. Pilkis Goldstein, meet up with Slim the Salamander, Brandon the Ranger, and his trusty sidekick and lover, Frederico the Owl, and Bard Bard the Bard. As they journey to Mount Gloom to find a secret ancient weapon that is rumored to exist up on the dark mountain lost to the ages. Could it be the only way to stop the evil dinosaur legion besetting the kingdom of King K. Casserole? As many things in that as sounded ridiculous and more today on This American Dice. So why don't we go ahead and uh, go around and have each person say their name and their character name and class and maybe give like a, a one or two sentence description of, of themselves or of their characters, not of you yourself. Like, hi, I'm Matt. I have a <laughs> I have a Duck Dynasty beard and a, uh, a white baseball cap. Jess, why don't you start? Okay, I'm Jess, and this is Brendan. We picked the ranger as our character. <laughs> the ranger is um, named Brandon. <laughs> and he has an owl who is named Frederico. <laughs> Brandon and Frederico, the, the, uh, the inseparable pair. Brandon has a hooded cape that he walks around with and glowing animal eyes. Nice. Um, oh, a, a cool thing you can also do with this stuff is, is if you think that there's like an actor or an actress that would play this person in a TV show or a movie, you can also kind of like talk about them. Be like, oh, they'd be played by Viggo Mortensen or they'd be played by. <laughs> Say again. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. All right. So Christian Bale. And in Christian Bale fashion, he's either lost or gained a crazy amount of weight to play this. <laughs> He weighs 700 pounds or he weighs 70 pounds. One of the two options. Uh, I don't <laughs> I'm, know jo I'm joking about that. Oh, okay. yeah. I was like, oh, that's the truth of him. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah. He's somebody, I think Zach Galifianakis made the joke. He's going to be the first actor to die of fake AIDS. <laughs> but all right, cool. So we got Brandon and Frederico, our ranger and owl uh, and their owl sidekick. <laughs> all right. Who's next? I'll go next. Uh, go for it. My character's name is Herzl Quarterling. He is shorter than the average halfling. And he is also a thief. Aha. Uh -huh. If an actor could play him, it'd probably be like an even shorter and stranger looking Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely on the thicker side. <laughs> shifty uncommon features that just throw everybody off okay does he still have the super long beard no he's shaved that since he, he shaved okay yeah all right this is danny devito even smaller in his purest form. danny devito in his purest form yeah <laughs> danny devito in that episode of always sunny where he gets stuck in his underwear in the in the twisty thing that goes up to the slide oh i was thinking danny devito in the couch when he crawls out of the couch and he's like god this is danny devito with his toe knife yeah. <laughs> just stuff it up with some garbage all right 
All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, Joey or Matt? Or Joey or Jake? Um, Who's next? I'll go, Jake. I am still Dr. Pilchus Goldstein. All right. The, the Jewish gastroenterologist slash fighter. <laughs> um, I am. He is evil. He's an evil lineman. All right. Always uh, good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Big Warhammer. Actor to play him. There is no actor that could play him. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, we got Dr. Pilkus back up in the house. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Slim Kurt Rollenstein. <laughs> I'm the Immoltar. I don't know how to say it. I'm a, I'm a salamander magician guy. So you're like I'm a really chaotic, person? and I have a really terrible <laughs> hidden rage that I don't let anybody know about. And there's no, there's no actor that could play me. I am a salamander. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Salamander actors don't get a lot of work these days. So I think it's a racist thing, honestly. But that's that's Hollywood for you. I'm a salamander. I'm a salamander. <laughs> All right, Vin, you're up. Last one. Uh, hi, Vin. Um, I'm playing uh, as Bard, Bard the Bard. Bard, Bard the Bard. Yeah. Um, based off a League of Legends character, Bard, Bard. Uh, it's a human. Uh, I am good. Um, and I'm writing a ballad about the adventures of Slim Kurt. And uh, I'm knowing and I'm wearing fine clothing and a stylish cap. <laughs> All right. I like, the, I like that you're specifically wearing a stylish cap. <laughs> what a game. What a squad. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've named this uh, this adventure Mission to Mount Gloom. And um, here is the idea. Uh, essentially, like the the land that you're that you guys are all from, the uh, the world as far as you know it, has been overrun by this enemy horde. Um, the enemy horde has like conquered and or destroyed every city and castle and that kind of stuff in that like that anyone knows of except for one city and it's imminent that the horde is going to either show and sh going to show up and destroy or conquer this city as well so like this is imminent this shit's happening here's my question for you guys for everybody what is this enemy horde it could be like um, like barbarians uh, it could be uh, the undead it can be like a race of Earth-dwelling troglodytes. What do you think? These guys are saying dinosaurs over here. Raptors. Oh, dinosaurs is pretty cool. Armored raptors. <laughs> Armored raptors. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on dinosaurs. Okay. Okay. So we got. Are they intelligent dinosaurs? Oh, absolutely. They'd be intelligent. And for right. Wilford Brimley, they also have those mustaches like Wilford Brimley has. Yeah, I think that should be it. That's it. Half, okay. half Wilford Brimley clones, half dinosaurs. Okay, so we've got a Wilford Brimley dinosaur situation, of course. That that old chestnut, and uh, these dinosaurs eat uh, eat humans and elves and gnomes and halflings and salamander people, <laughs> and they get some of they steal some of their power Kirby style. 
so okay so the enemy horde of uh the evil dino legions of wilford brimley led by king diabetes is um uh like rampaging across across the globe as far as you guys know and they've destroyed or conquered every every settlement in every city and essentially there's only one left all these refugees have kind of flocked to the city and the lord of this city whoever's in charge um and that person's name is what hold on refugees again didn't you learn your lesson last time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you guys did just in our last game that we played matt and jake were like refugees we'll murder them <laughs> yeah, yeah it was Wait. really sick <laughs> happening again dude. things got weird fast she said, "Keep those so fun, start to rapid. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what's the the lord or the king or the baron or the duke or the prime minister or whatever it is of this? King like, Solomon. Uh, oh, king Solomon. <laughs> there you go. King K. Rule. King K. Rule from uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> king There's K. No Rule. King than the rule himself. I thought he said casserole. <laughs> King, King, King K casserole. King K casserole. King K casserole. King K casserole. That's very good. <laughs> I'm very okay with what you said. King K casserole. King, uh, King, Ca King K casserole. Which, if you sp if you spell that all with K's, is an unfortunate situation. <laughs> um, uh oh. All right. So King casserole is the lord of the last city, theoretically any of you have ever heard of that has yet to be conquered by the dino legions of King uh, King Wilfred of Brimley. And, or no, we said his name was King Diabetes. <laughs> That's right. So, it, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> King Diabetes so, King Casserole. <laughs> yep. KKK for short. Okay, so here's here's what I'd, I'd like to hear from each of you. Um... What is it that each of you have been promised? The, here's the deal. Um, King K. Casserole has asked you guys as adventurers, has, has sent you on a quest to go to Mount Gloom, this crazy forbidden mystical mountain off in the distance, um, as like this long shot crazy thing to find some way to combat the Dino Legion of um, evil Lord Diabetes. And... It's essentially like this city is going to be overrun by the dinosaurs. If we like, you know what? If you guys do this, I will give you. And what did he promise you? And so let's go around to each player or each character and see what um, King K Casserole promised each person. So what was Brandon the Ranger promised if uh, they're able to successfully help save the last theoretically the last city of that's not been destroyed by dinosaurs uh house for owl <laughs> hang on can somebody else answer first that we haven't decided sure. what did you say all right I'll start. House for our owl a house for our owl. I was gonna say my joke was gonna be um, to finally legalize human owl marriage. <laughs> That's done. That's it. Should it be that? No. <laughs> finally end the bigotry that's been plaguing this nation. 
and allow owls and humans to get married like 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 God intended. <laughs> somebody else go first. Yeah, can someone yeah. else go first? Right. Uh, uh, I've always been a supporter of that movement, by the way. Yeah, new friends. <laughs> it's it, it's a it's a gay pride flag, but also there's a bunch of feathers near the bottom. Oh like yeah, an extra stripe. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, well, Herzl Quarterling. What was Herzl Quarterling promised? Herzl Quarterling is continuing to play kleptomaniac, who is driven solely by money. What was he promised? So he was promised a small fortune. Oh. All right, small fort. He, he's like literally. He's like you'll you'll. I'll give you the kingdom's riches. Yep. All right. So, so that's that's what's happening for me. All right. So King K Casserole has promised Herzl Quarterling. Man, there's a hell of a lot of fun names in this adventure. <laughs> King K Casserole has promised Herzl Quarterling um, a wealth, a, a wealth of a of a lifetime if he only helps save essentially the. All of human, all of the world. All right. How about uh, Doctor Pilkus Goldstein? Um, what if Yeah, should I, I go? I was just gonna fucking New say practice that. free licensing. Yeah. <laughs> he had his license revoked. Yeah. <laughs> he would be allowed to practice again. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the deal. I, I like that idea about Doctor Pilkus Goldstein. He's a fighter. He doesn't. That's not what he wants to be. <laughs> He wants to be a regular gastroenterologist and make it till you make it, dude. Back, yeah, dude. New practice and license. Nice, cool. And my, I will give you so much uh, colonoscopy scope. <laughs> you won't even know what to do Look with all. Up on foot. Yeah. All right. How about a uh, slim, our immolator? What a name! <laughs> the, the six Rosetta Stones. The six Rosetta Stones. The six Rosetta Stones. Nice, six Rosetta Stones to finally translate. <laughs> what are you trying to translate with that? Italian. Italian. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Italian. He's a real. He's a real film buff, and he's like tired of watching movies with subtitles and wondering if they got it right. So he wants to learn the language. God. Amazing. Okay. And uh, and finally, Bard Bard the Bard. Bard Bard the Bard. Uh, so Bard Bard the Bard only has two loves in his life. It's uh, writing songs about adventurers and stylish caps. So he was promised the most divine collection of stylish caps. Absolutely. Uh, King K Casserole has promised you Sir LL of Cool J's own hat collection. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah at any point um yeah you'll you'll be able to have that uh dope lid collection <laughs> all right cool we're good to go all right so we've now got why we know that the... married to our owl oh that's right you're i'm sorry go ahead you're sticking with that i hope no, we just chose to fight for owl civil rights. Owl no, civil rights. No, no, no. Owls should have rights. <laughs> to marry whoever they want. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's like an owl community in the in the in the city that's like been very put upon. And now this is like you guys are fighting for, for them and it, and King K Casserole is like, I don't like it, damn it, but I'll let those owls vote. <laughs> yes. It's a serious like, issue. Yeah, he he's still he's still nasty about it, but he's like, 
He's like, maybe in a couple of generations, people will accept these owls, but we'll give them their rights if if you if you save essentially the world from these dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From these, from these dinosaurs that are the bad guy from the movie The Firm. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Well, we now know what um, why you want to go on this adventure. So here's my question. Mount Gloom is this like ancient, uh, it's this mountain that's like off in the distance. It has all these ancient stories that connect to it. And it's like, oh, that's a place that people don't go. And they don't go just to Mount Gloom simply because it's far away. There's something in between this city and Mount Gloom that prevents people from going there. What is that thing? Is it like an evil mystical forest, a desert that's almost impassable? Is it on the other side of like the enemy lines and you have to actually go through dino territory to get there? What's the deal? Matt is prodding the camera. Say that one more time, that last part. Okay, so Mount Gloom is this mystical mountain with all these legends about it. Um, it's far away, but that's not the only reason people don't go there. There's also something that keeps people, even like experienced travelers and rangers and that kind of stuff, mostly from going there, is on the other end of like a dark, terrifying forest of like a vast, desolate desert. Hordes it... of zombies. <laughs> Hordes of zombies? Hordes of zombies that crawl out of the ground as you're like hiking up the dangerous mountain. All right, hordes of zombies that crawl out of the ground as you're hiking up the dangerous mountain is one option. What else do we? What else do we think? <laughs> and then they, uh, then they try and check your prostate. The zombies. <laughs> a lot of zomb prostate checking zombies. <laughs> they try to steal your. Prostate. Everyone is on board for that. On our end, you gotta watch your, you gotta watch your tuchuses. Okay, Doctor Pilkus. Doctor Pilkus, watch your tuchus. If the okay. zombies actually probe you, you turn into a probing zombie yourself. That's true. That's how I'm it works. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the only way to kill those zombies is to cut their probing fingers off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Alright, so yeah, so no one goes to Mount Gloom because there's all these zombies that live under the earth that like uh, emerge and um, <laughs> pr probe people to the point where they uh, then also become zombies. So those few brave souls that uh, attempt to go to Mount Gloom never make it, but they never come back either because they too become the uh, subterranean ass-probing zombies um, of Mount Gloom. <laughs> of course. So now that we've got all of that information out of the way, which by the way, like, in this world, if you open a textbook in like fourth grade, it talks about all this. And you're like, oh yeah, of course you don't go to Mount Gloom. There's zombies that'll put their fingers in your ass. I mean, you so, gotta know, it's a serious issue. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's one so, most people could relate to, for sure. I, yeah. I think so, yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree. So now that we've got all of that stuff out of the way, all the stuff that everybody knows about the zombies and the ass probing, that kind of thing, um, let's actually start playing the game. All right.
you guys had to schlep all the way from whatever the hell that city was of King K Casseroles, um, the keep of King K Casserole. Yes. They say K sounds are funny, so I'm going to keep making them. Um, but yeah, so you had to sh- go all the way from his keep through the anal probing zombie area of Mount, of the base of Mount Doom to get to like the actual mountain itself. Um, this is definitely undertaking a perilous journey. So if you look on the basic moves, or actually it's called the special moves. One of the options is to undertake a perilous journey. When you travel through hostile territory, choose one member of the party to act as a trailblazer, one to scout ahead, and one to be quartermaster. The same character can't have two jobs. Well, the ranger should definitely be the scout. That makes that, the most that sense. That does make that does make sense. As a heads up, also all, everyone will be making wisdom rolls for these, which I think is actually kind of a weakness of this move. But everyone will be making wisdom rolls, and um, so maybe if there's a character who's like, "Wisdom is my shittiest score," maybe you don't do this. I feel like uh, we should entrust the smaller than average halfling to carry everyone's stuff. <laughs> Okay. That's my suggestion. We don't have to do it, but it's. it's what I, I think, think that the ranger should definitely be the scout because I think our our um one of our moves for owl is scouting, right? Oh, that's right. The ranger I think does have special moves for this shit. There you go. Hold on, let me find it. Aunt Zena, how did you get in here? <laughs> I think you'd get an extra plus one to this situation when when you when you roll it. So we're gonna have. We're going to have our ranger do the scouting, Brandon the ranger, and uh, Frederico the owl do some scouting. We're going to have Herzl Quarterling be the quartermaster. Um, awesome. because it only makes sense to have uh, a kleptomaniac be in charge of all the supplies. Who should be the trailblazer? So, yeah, so who wants to set the pace? Who's the pace car of this, NAS- this, this dope-ass NASCAR race? I have nothing to carry. I'll be, I'm a salamander. <laughs> who who I'm has, who has my way up? Who has good wisdom? Who has a good wisdom score? I do. Wait, what's hold on? No, this is not bad, bro. What's your wisdom? You don't have to have someone one. do that. If you don't, one. you automatically fail it. Joey's leading the, the salamander is going to be the trailblazer. Yeah. All right, a salamander trailblazer. Sounds good to me. Okay. It's not just owls who are getting their civil rights. It's also salamanders. <laughs> slim ones. Sl- slim ones, yeah. Fat salamanders still can't vote in this country. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the only country that when you go to vote, they weigh you. And they're like, no, lose some weight. Come back. Uh, okay. It encourages a healthy lifestyle for everyone. Yeah, but it also is like kind of judgy to a certain degree. Not to a certain degree, to a very significant degree. <laughs> and they push like an idea of salamander beauty that's just unhealthy. Very. Um, all right, cool. So um, we are going to go with, let's have our trailblazer do this first. Could you make a wisdom roll, Joe? Uh, I'm sorry, Slim. Could you make a wisdom roll? So go ahead and roll 2d6 and as you add your wisdom bonus. You guys are Eight. muted. Eight. Eight? What's all right. It's a plus one. Oh. All right, you got an eight. Awesome. Okay, cool. So on an eight, 
it takes you the amount of time you expected. So uh, I'm saying that this is like a journey of weeks. And so, yeah, so it takes you guys like three weeks to get through, especially because you got to go through a, a bunch of anal probing zombies and make sure not to get probed because then you become an anal probing zombie. So it's going to take you weeks to do this. All right. Can we have our quartermaster go ahead and make his uh, uh, Herzl quarterling as the quartermaster? Can you go ahead and make a wisdom roll? 11. 11. Dope. Okay, so um, here's the deal. If this is going to take weeks, you guys are in a situation where you're going to use um, a lot of rations. So let's say everybody has used three rations. So on your character sheets, you'll probably see something in the equipment section that says um, dungeon rations, five uses. Everybody's going to have used three. If by some weird chance you don't have three, you'll have to get them from somebody else. And the whole deal is like you guys in route used these three to get there, but you also used Herzl's uh, kleptomania to take berries and other stuff grubs like timon and pumba and shit like that uh while on while while in route last but not least and in fact most interestingly brandon the ranger can you go ahead and also make a wisdom roll it's a, uh, 11 11 awesome yeah because it's 11 plus your wisdom plus one because uh frederico is so he helpful yeah so not only do you guys get to this place and avoid all these um, ass-grabbing zombies, you also um, you get to the base of this mountain and there's this big, and you kind of uh, you have the upper hand and get the jump on some danger that otherwise would have gotten the jump on you. So I think we see Mount Gloom and it's this huge mountain that kind of like goes past the cloud level and there's always a storm up at the top because it's supposed to be spooky and stuff. So there's always this storm up there and you guys arrive at the base of this mountain and there is kind of a trail that goes up and you see that there are the ruins of, um, there's the ruins of some kind of building at the base of this trail, at the start of this trail. And uh, very clearly, it's very easy for you to tell because they're doing a terrible, terrible job. There's a bunch of goblins that have set up some kind of trap for anybody who would try to get up this mountain. So few people do this, but these goblins uh, apparently have set up a trap for anyone who would try. The deal is you see this trap coming from a mile away. You're like, oh, if we go there these goblins are going to attack us. So, as a heads up, you guys know that there's maybe, let's say, ten goblins that are going to um, attack you, and you see some of them holding, like, kind of makeshift spears and others with, like, little slings and that kind of stuff, and they're um, roasting. There's, like, a big... Uh, 
they're roasting like a kebab of rats. They're really disgusting. And yeah, goblins are probably like two, two and a half feet tall. Their skin is green, but then from there, like they're wildly different shapes. They kind of look like the goblins from the labyrinth where it's like some of them look like dogs and other look like little people and others are. Yeah, even grosser. Some are real fat, some are real skinny, but they're all gross. And I don't care if the Goblin uh, Anti-Defamation League gives me a hard time. Goblins are gross. I'll just say it. So we we already know that they set up a trap. Yeah, these goblins are planning to ambush whoever comes through this way. The deal is you guys see this trap from like a mile away. You're like, oh, these asshole stupid goblins are going to try to attack us. And they're very clearly like out of practice because they... I mean, nobody wants to go through that uh, at that ass grabbing zombie area that you had to go through. So, yeah, these goblins don't have a lot of practice with actually um, trapping people. They mostly just trap rats and eat them. Is there any way that we can maybe do a an intelligence check or a wisdom check to see if we can trigger the trap before we get there? Um, so by, by, by the trap, I mean more, more like an ambush. So I apologize. It's more of an ambush situation than a trap. Um, but if you guys want to like study the area and make out, like make a battle plan, you could do that. All right. So basically they're just waiting to attack us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Their, their game plan is to ambush people coming to Mount Gloom. Oh, fuck them. I sprint at them and I attack them first. Okay. <laughs> so you guys see this. You see that these goblins are planning to ambush you. Um, and in the process, once Dr. Pocus Goldstein sees this, he absolutely hauls ass running toward uh, towards these goblins. And um, these goblins, I think, are taken aback. Uh, they're like, ah! and make crazy noises as they're like, um, trying to roast their rats on a spit. And uh, yeah, Dr. Pocus Goldstein, just go ahead and roll your damage, which I think is a D10, right? The D10 plus one D4 for the Merciless. Okay, you guys are keeping your your uh, your advancements from the previous game. I'm fine with that. Oh yeah, and I have a serrated edge, which is also plus one. Where did he get that? Did I get anything? Yeah, you idiot. What do I have? All right, I got a, a 9 plus 1, which is 10, plus, uh, let's see, with the D4, plus 1, so 11. 11. All right, so there's 10 of these goblins. How do you absolutely murder four of them? So you sprint into this room, goblins go, Rawr! And then you kill four of them almost immediately. How does that happen? <laughs> I have a giant warhammer, dude. I just swing it through their group. Oh, so in one fell swoop, you just go <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And four yep. of them are stacked up and you smash them against a wall and just gross green splatter sprays everywhere. <laughs> and there's people who are watching this show who are into green splatter and they're like, oh, this is exactly why I watch this show. <laughs> exactly. They're gross splatter pervs. Okay. All right. Well, 
the goblins very clearly know you guys are here at this point. But again, you've gotten the jump on them because of uh, Brandon and Frederico's awesome scouting abilities. So what is the next game plan? Like, who's who's doing something next? Again, like, all these goblins are trying to get... Um, they have swords that are, like, short swords that are rusted. One goblin just has, like... Um, a stick with a rock on the end of it that it's like starting to whip around. Can I set them all ablaze with my fire within? Sure. So the immolator's <laughs> power. And again, I apologize to you because this class is kind of a real pain in the ass. <coughs> oh, this is going to be great. Don't worry. Guys, I got a lot of flame within my soul. Don't worry, guys. I got flames in me. Um, I need another beer. Austin, drinking? Drinking and stinking. You drinking? Uh, guys, I don't know if you know this, but as a Mormon, I don't uh, imbibe. But uh no, yes, I am. I'm. I'm drinking a Duff beer from the Simpsons glass of wine. Nice, man. <laughs> because I'm classy, I'm like Fraser. Oh, that was a coffee this whole time. I thought it was coffee too. I thought it was a coffee stout, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Joe, your game plan is you're going to try to use your, the fire inside you? Correct. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a dope song from the early 2000s. Oh, wait, no shit, Matt. That's like was your favorite band in the early 2000s, right? Oh, my AFI. God, dude, AFI. <laughs> He's going to AFI them right He's now. He's going to AFI all over these guys' faces. <laughs> um, so are you conjuring a weapon of pure flame? Or are you bending the fire that they're using to roast these rats to your own will? Dope. Okay, Zuko style. So go ahead and roll plus wisdom. So roll plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. So my wisdom's a 15 plus one. And then I rolled a nine. So it's so nine plus one is ten. Nailed it. Alright, so on a ten plus, it does as you command, taking the shape and movement you desire for as long as... Yeah, this is very sexual. So you get very horny <laughs> over this fire and uh, you go to town on these goblins. <laughs> so what happens? What 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 happens to these... Uh, I conjure the flames that they're using to roast the rats and send them send the flames into all of their pores and combust them from the internals. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden you see this fucking, uh, like the rest of these goblins, these six other goblins that are hanging around, fire just shoots into them and doesn't just regularly burn them. Like into their eyes, their nose, their mouth, their ass. Their yeah, this is, this is like a, like an overly sexual end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where <laughs> instead of God's fury against these Nazis, it's these goblins that were sitting there having a barbecue and now they are absolutely... <laughs> Um, uh, conflagrated. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, within moments, um, and these goblins only have three hit points each. Yeah. Um, within with, within a second, you guys are now alone with uh, four smashed goblin corpses and, like, the bones of six other goblins. <laughs> yes, dude, they're all dead. You know, just kind of from the inside out. Yeah. They are indeed all dead. Do they have anything that looks valuable on them? Do they have anything that looks valuable on them? Go ahead, Matt, and roll for me a d20. Fifteen. Fifteen. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I just I, you rolled the thing that requires other rolls. Go ahead and roll a d10 twice. Oh shit. Eight, four and four. Four and four. Okay, so you find four gold. Oh. Um, and I don't think it's even like gold coins. I think it's like random like um, brass coins and little rings that are cheap trinkets and that kind of stuff that you as a person who knows about money are like, this is worth about four gold. Cool. And then you find ed- the equivalent of adventuring gear. So four things of adventuring gear. So that um, is stuff like one of the other good things about this game is rather than saying you need to tell me if you have rope and a grappling hook and a torch and blah 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 you find adventuring gear which is basically when you need stuff that's not a weapon but is like regular things that an adventurer would have you have those uses of it so you have four additional uses of adventuring gear that was a sweet find yeah, and uh, and and you guys get all these goblin bones. My favorite part. Yeah, so that's the deal. So there's just uh, five people and an owl hanging out near a bunch of goblin corpses with a salamander. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that the d- the awesome roasted rat meat is one additional ration. If you guys want to take that, I'll take it. All right. You're like ooh, hot out you're doing that kind of thing and you're just putting charred up rat things in your pocket or whatever you could move on up ahead you could guys could camp here it's up to you and then there's lightning sounds in the background is it dark dark. absolutely it's dark i i feel that this mountain is always stormy so near the mountain itself like there's like lightning storms up at the top of the mountain, it's not raining, but there's like lightning crackling and that kind of stuff up at the top. And again, you can't see the very top of the mountain itself. Um, here's the deal. The mountain looks spooky as fuck. That's the deal. I don't know how, to, how else to describe it. But yeah, so you are in a situation where you could keep heading on up tonight. You could make a camp here. You could hang out. Nobody's suggest, been hurt so far. I suggest we keep moving, guys. Let's just keep going. I don't know, man. He's at the base of the mountains looking real spooky. And we already got a camp of pre-existing rats. Can't we just also stay in this uh, room? Yeah, we could stay yeah, in the room. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why, why move? We have, we have somewhere to stay. So Matt has said he wants to continue going. I'm sorry. Uh, Herzl Quarterling has said he wants to, to, to continue on. I say we go, too. All right. So we got two of five. We need one more tiebreaker here. How about the owl-loving character? Yeah, what does the owl say? I think that we can keep going. I don't know why. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Frederico and Brandon, or Brandon and Frederico, but honestly, at this point, they're they're so intertwined, we don't know where the owl and the man begin or end. Um, Yeah, so you you guys are going to keep going. Okay, so the next part of this is tough, but not tough because you have to fight anything. 
it's just a long, hard climb up a mountain. Um, there's kind of a trail at the base, but it's a trail that seems like it's not really been used by people for thousands of years. So almost imagine trying to be like, oh, I'll walk over these Greek ruins or Roman ruins and that kind of thing. Like, obviously, they're not exactly set up for what we would think of safety. And um, it's also going up a mountain that gets very steep very quickly. And um, as you guys are heading up, there is a part of what seems like a trail that you are going to have to almost cling to the rock face and walk yourself across um, by your hands, which could be pretty difficult. Um, and the odds are you guys will have to make a defy danger move to get across that. So here's here's my deal. Um, for most of the folks, this defy danger move will be with uh, strength or dexterity. But if you have a different way of getting across that that you can think of, if you let me know, I will absolutely be down for that. So I have this thing called handcrafted. Uh-huh. So maybe I, I, I could make armor and metal jewelry or weapons. Can I make something to help? Can I make us like climbing claws? Well, you can use your adventuring gear as climbing stuff to help you guys across. Absolutely. And then that can give you... Well, I know that Matt found a found some just recently, so that could give you a bonus. But uh, I don't think you have, unless you guys want to spend the time, like as um, Slim crafts all these items. Um, everybody. I move across it before he even gets a chance to ask me. I'm going across. Okay. Dexterity. All right. Well, so is there anybody who's doing this in like a? a weird way where they're like, I'm going to try to use intelligence to do this somehow. Me and Frederico, I latch onto Frederico and he flies me across. So you're going to try to have an owl um, <laughs> carry you across. Give her a huge disadvantage to this role and let it happen. Okay. So. <laughs> Make it a miracle if she gets you wrong. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say that you could do that with a wisdom roll, but it's it's going to be tough. And again, the, the one of the things that happens is if if you don't do well on this roll, there's the possibility of falling off a mountain. Okay, should we not? I trust the owl. <laughs> go for it, guys. Go for it. We haven't said how big Frederico is. So maybe, maybe Frederico's bigger than we think. <laughs> it would be like the size of a barn owl. I don't know how big that is. <laughs> is that really big? Owls get oh, pretty big. Sure. Maybe maybe Frederico is a very big owl. He's a, he's a great horned owl. What there the you hell go. Is that? That's like the big one. That's the big one. He's the biggest think, owl you've ever seen. I think Still not big enough to carry a human. I think it's great horned <laughs> owl. Not great he's horned owl. He's the one from the south, dude. The great corn. Great horned owl. Oh, hey, y'all got a great corn owl out here? <laughs> great corn owl. You got a great corn owl, you son of a bitch. You're going to tell them that right now. It's just a bunch of grapes and corn put together. Great. Yeah. He's got a grape and corn owl. All right, Jessica, go ahead and roll um, uh, Brandon's 
<laughs> um, wisdom. So we'll say this is quick thinking where you're like, wait, my owl can help me. <laughs> okay. What do I have to roll? You see. Oh. Yes, roll 2d6 and add your wisdom modifier to it. Okay. So 8 plus 16. Well, not not the total score, just the modifier. So like plus, it's, it's probably like plus 1, plus 2, plus whatever. Is that it? I don't know. If you have a 16 in that score, it's plus two. Okay, so then... 10. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so shockingly, (laughs) this works. So I think... (laughs) I think what we see is uh, Frederico, you're like, I need to cross this. And Frederico grabs onto your shoulders and flaps enough where you can like wall run matrix style across the, uh, the thing and you get to the other side. And uh, you're just looking back at the other, uh, the rest of the party, and like, all right, peasants, let's see you Later, do this. Bitches. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Later, bitches. I'm out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah. Absolutely. So the, everybody else in the party is looking on, shocked, as you're like, oh fuck, that worked. <laughs> I will make an attempt to cross this. Okay. Are you going to use uh, the adventuring gear? Or are you just going to tough it out? What exactly am I crossing again? I wasn't listening. So imagine that you've got kind of a you've got a trail that's going up a mountain, and it's become increasingly, increasingly like narrow, where you guys are having to one at a time kind of like shimmy along this uh, this trail as you're going up the mountain. At times, you'll have to crawl over stuff and climb up things, um, and now you've reached a part where you just have to straight up in order to get to the next area. Just either like just climb with your hands rock climber style yeah i'll use my adventuring gear okay so yeah so you can use your adventuring gear as like rope or like uh what are they called in rock climbing pinions yeah yeah so you'll get a plus one to this and i assume you're using either dexterity or strength to get your strength i'm so strong i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck this mountain what do i roll 2d6, and then add your strength modifier. Well, I got a 14. 14 is pretty good, given that you only (laughs) need 7 to succeed. (laughs) Yeah, so you... um, You're gargoyle-style, just shoving your fingers into the rock itself, and you're like, I'm the strongest gastroenterologist this world has ever fucking seen. And you're just jamming your fingers into this as you go across. And uh, it takes you longer, obviously, than Brandon and uh, Frederico's adventure. But you do get across. And um, you th- there's the owl. Oh, my God. You you pull your hands out. And, uh, and you're, uh, you look back at the rest of the party. And again, it's Slim, Bard Bard, the Bard, and uh, Herzl. And you're like... What up, bit? What's next, bitches? I don't know how I'm gonna get across. You have adventuring gear. Yeah, so you can use you can use you could theoretically even not spend another. You could just use the pinions and rope and whatever that um, Doctor Pilkus Goldstein just used to help yourself out. That's what I'll do. Okay, cool. So go ahead and roll. The regular thing would be dexterity or strength plus one. I got ten. Eleven. Ten. 11? Pretty yeah. good. You also are able to get across. Herzl's very, very small. He's able to, nim- he's able to nimbly 
uh, kind of move across on a series of ropes and also pulling himself. He gets across, and now we've just got Bard, Bard, the Bard, and Slim. You want to get plus one? Yeah. All right, I'm going to use his his kit his kit that he left and roll. Okay. So Bard Bard is going to also try to get across. Are you using dexterity strength? Dexterity. Okay. Let's see it go down. Uh, seven plus one, so eight. Seven. Oh, okay. So nice. <clears throat> okay. So you've got a mixed, what's called a mixed success. So this is actually the first time we've run into this. So you will be able to get across. That's not an issue. Like you are absolutely going to be able to get from one side to the other and safely. You don't fall down the goddamn mountain. But here's what I'm going to say. In the process, you're going to lose something. What is some piece of equipment you have cap. that falls down the goddamn um, mountain? What was your cap? Um, be a revenge story if it was your cap. It has to be something for my gear, right? My gear, yeah, right? It, should, it should be some physical item. So then why did it checked off? I'm assuming, right? I'm gonna lose uh, <laughs> my clothing. Did I lose that? My, <laughs> he becomes naked. <laughs> <laughs> Torn off on the rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so his clothes fall off? Yeah. He's like, oh shit, I'm nude now. No, did you hear what he said? How it happens? No. You gotta, you gotta scoot, scooch in front of the camera. Squeeze in with Joe. It got a. It got Sit on a, Matt's lap. It got caught on the rock, and it ripped off. Oh, your clothes got caught on a rock and ripped off, and yeah. so now you're wearing a fine hat, but nothing else? Nothing else, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I I, think that's hilarious. All right, so yeah, so you are, you are um, depending on what the rating of the show is, either totally nude, but wearing a very jaunty hat, or you're, like, in your barred underwear, which I assume is, like, uh, just sexy, uh, sexy bikini briefs. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, you get across to the other side of this, and you're like, "Hey guys, <sighs> crazy climb, am I right?" High fives. All right, so yeah, so you've you've lost your clothing. You are now in. <laughs> you are now nude or almost nude. And our last person is Slim, the Salamander Immolator. All right, um... and not just a person who lights salamanders on fire, but a salamander who lights things on fire. So I have. I could use their plus one gear, right? That they used already. Yes, you can continue to right, use. So that. I use dexterity. Go for it. I got a six. <laughs> oh. Plus one with the guy. Oh, okay. But I have no dexterity, so. So okay, so a six, plus one is a seven. So you are also hitting a mixed success. And if you didn't get that plus one, you would have just fucking failed. So this works out really well. Okay, so you have a mixed success as well. And I'm going to say for you the same. Hmm. Should I do that? I don't even have clothes. I'm a salamander. I'm a, well, <laughs> I, I assume you do have clothes, but I'm constantly in the nude. I lose way too much liquid. To... Yeah. You're maybe you're, yeah. Maybe as Boy, a lizard person, good. lizard people don't wear clothes. And that maybe is a thing we need to adjust our own prejudices about. Um, the problem. Yeah, I mean, they have internal genitalia as lizard people, so they yeah. don't need to wear clothes. Everything just sucks up into your lizard hole. Precisely. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, in that case, 
Um, I don't want to just have you uh, do the same thing and lose a bunch of shit, because I think that'll be boring to do that again. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, I think you start to fall, and you're like, ah, ah, whoa, whoa, and you're making a bunch of noise. Um, and of course, what's the what's that classic lizard person swear that lizard people always yell, or salamanders always yell? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but you say it weird. You're like, fuck. Yeah, so you say it like a Scottish guy who's been drinking a bunch. And um, so you're yelling this, and you guys start to hear a bunch of animals that are off in the distance. And uh-oh, there's a bunch of weird pterodactyl-type monsters that are swarming nearby that um, uh, Slim makes his way over to the other side, but now there's a bunch of pterodactyl-type monsters. Hey, here's a second game with pterodactyl monsters that are coming your way. <laughs> God damn it, Joey. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got a mean roll game. Yeah, so... Here is um, here's the ne- here's the next thing that I'm going to throw at you guys. Uh, there are several pterodactyls that come. Down. I'm going to say there's three. And um, could you guys choose a number, one to five, and nobody pick the same number that other people have picked? Five, two, one. Who picked one? Me, Pilchus. Jake, Pilchus Goldstein. All right, and then, Matt, what did you pick? Two. Two. Joe, what do you want? Three. Three? All right. And unfortunately, Bard Bard's got four. All right, then. So, okay. So, unfortunately, um, these creatures, these uh, pterodactyl-type monsters, swoop down, and there's one that's going after uh, Dr. Pocus Goldstein. There's one that's going after Slim. And there's one that's going after Bard Bard the Bard. So um, here's here's my deal. I think you need to defy the danger of these things just like grabbing you with their talons and carrying you off to their nests to assumingly eat you and regurgitate you to their young. So you're going to have to defy danger. The obvious ways to do this would be with dexterity, where you just, like, leap out of the way. You could maybe try to fight them off with strength. You could maybe... It all depends on what... In a movie, when we see a pterodactyl come down to grab Dr. Pilkus Goldstein, what does he do to try to stop that? I'm attacking these bitches. Okay, so you're just gonna, like, try to fight these things off for a minute? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and roll strength in that case. 2d6. Yep, 2d6 plus your strength modifier. Eight. Eight. All right. So, um, hmm, you're able to kind of like, like kind of fight this thing off, and it is going to, in the process, where the hell are all the dice that I had over here? It, in the process, is going to do seven damage to you. Oh, as, dude. As talon rip into First, your flesh. So really, five damage. Yes, yeah, so really five damage. But yeah, this thing really gashed you up pretty good. Jesus. All right, and then you, you swat at this thing with your hammer to the point where it's like, and it flies away. It's like, okay, it's had enough of that business. All right. 
Meanwhile, um, Slim or Bard Bard, what are you all up to? Yeah, I assume neither of you is like, yeah, I want to be kidnapped by pterodactyls. You mute that one. Oh, wait, and fuck, they're pterodactyls with Wilford Brimley mustaches. Okay, so we talked about the pterodactyls and as dinosaurs being semi intelligent. I oh, talked about right. that. So does that mean they, all, they have like their own language, like their own tongue? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, okay. I mean, they're Wilford Brimley dinosaurs. I have a question for you then. I have a uh, songbook in a uh, forgotten tongue. Um, I'm gonna. Can I attempt to sing to them so they Absolutely. don't come? Of course you can. Yeah. So uh, you want to uh, defy danger, yeah. charisma? A hundred percent. I'm down. I love All it. Right. Cool. Go ahead and roll charisma or roll two d six. Add your charisma bonus. I'm excited okay. for this. Oh, I rolled a uh, five plus two, so a seven. Seven. Okay. Cool. Um, and if you had to compare this music, this pterodactyl song, to an artist we might know, who's oh, awesome? Uh, yeah, I, can, I can just do it for you if you'd like. Awesome. Okay. Nice. Okay, so I think that... Um, <laughs> okay so i think one of these pterodactyls actually grabs bard bard of the bard and it does one damage to him but as he's singing you just we see a close-up of the pterodactyl and it starts to cry a single tear and it just it it has to put you down and like just just it just is like oh god oh deborah oh god deborah and it leaves and it's just, it's too sad. It, it can't even function. It goes, it goes home. And honestly, it's, it's, it's going to have to rethink a lot about its life. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh my God, the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. Oh. All right. I'm going to cool. finally gonna slam. Say again. I'm going to bend my flames. I'm going to craft uh, a what? So, so since this is a defy danger roll, how are you just attempting to do this? Because it'll be a, it's a s different move. You can use your fire powers to do that. Are you trying to like whip up a bunch of flames at this thing to get it to like leave you alone? No, I'm gonna craft a scythe and attempt to decapitate it. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna try to fight your way through this. So go ahead and roll plus strength. Oh, this is an awful decision. <laughs> 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 okay, I got a seven. Oh my goodness, I'm hurt. I got a seven minus one. Seven minus one. Okay, so he got a six. So a six is technically a failure, unless somebody wants to help him out. I could do arcane art. Would that uh would be forward to damage? So oh, let's yeah, let's have uh, let's have one of the folks who who we haven't heard from in a minute. Let's have um, Brandon the Ranger or Herzl the Thief or Doctor Pilkus the Fighter hop into this. Uh, we have a spear. We can help him. Awesome. So you you got a spear. You're gonna try to like kind of and an owl. Yes, we could try an to. Owl. Okay. <laughs> So go ahead and go ahead and just make a regular roll. We didn't establish how you guys have connections to one another 
Um, so just go ahead and make a regular roll. No, don't add anything to it, just 2d6. Okay. You want to roll? You've been doing pretty good. 10. 10. Pretty good. All right. So that kicks um, his six up to a seven. And um, he is able to escape. Now he does take six damage as this thing tries to grab him. And uh, Brandon the Ranger is jabbing at this uh, pterodactyl with a spear. And Frederico the Owl is like, is fucking around in there its face and that kind of thing. So yeah, eventually this thing, uh, this pterodactyl is like, and flies off. Um, But yeah, only after Slim, the immolator, has taken six damage. So you guys have made your way up this mountain a bit. And um, you guys are now getting to the point where you can see, like, the level of clouds. You are so high up this mountain that um, you can basically see, like, pretty soon we're going to be in this area that, like, literally we won't be able to see the ground below us. Um, You guys kind of get your bearings after this, these pterodactyls attacked, which also tells us that um, apparently the Dino Legion, which sent these pterodactyls uh, apparently knows you're here. So who knows if you will encounter other dangers from them. Um, But you find yourselves at the mouth of a cave. So it's kind of a cave that goes into the side of this mountain. Um, inside, it's very, very dark, and uh, and it smells. It smells bad. Regular stinky butthole situation. Stinky cave hole. There we go. So, what's the, what's the game plan? I'm just gonna start. I'm moving in. Yeah. All right. So, um, Herzl is gonna just start heading in. I'm going to see if there's any uh, traps. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you have a move that allows you to search for traps. Yeah. Can Can you go ahead and roll that move? I did so bad. How'd you do? I found no traps. Well, what'd you get? (laughs) Five. Five is pretty bad. And if anybody helps you, it'll only kick it up to a six. So, yeah, that's a failure. So Herzl... What's Herzl say as he, like, overconfidently is looking for traps? He's like, let me look for traps real quick, but then pulls out his toe knife and starts picking his toes and doesn't look for traps at all. Okay. And then he goes, yeah, I don't think there's any traps. Let's He's go. like, there's no traps here. This is just a stupid cave. What stupid yep. idiot would have traps here? And, um, and that is when... A beast leaps out and uh, attacks Herzl. So that beast is specifically um, a bear-like creature with the feathers and head of an owl. My God, an owl bear, if you will. Uh, Matt, could you roll a d10 for me? Not good. Not good. What'd you get? Four. <laughs> Four. Well, that's this is da- this is the damage you're taking. So lo- rolling low isn't bad. Um, so yes, yeah, so you're going to take four damage as this uh, owl bear leaps upon you, and um, I think it it uh, it grabs you in its mighty beak. So this is apparently the this cave is uh, the den of an owl bear. 
and you hear like a combination of roaring and like whoo, so like some kind of weird combo of the noise of bear noise and owl noise. Herzl's gonna scream, oh, there's fucking bear owls in here. So Herzl screams about the bear owls, the owl bears, and um, it's kind of shaking him, and it's gonna try to go back into the cave. Jessica, what's up? Can we have Frederico try to reason with the bear owl to let us pass safely? Hmm. <laughs> so you are you are an expert animal handler, and you specifically know about owls, which is one half of owl bears. So no, I attack the owl bear before she can reason with it. <laughs> what the fuck? So I I I want to. I want to I want to give her a sh- give her a shot for this of like maybe you're making some owl bear noises to kind of just like change its mind. Um, so it seems like what you're trying to do actually is protect Matt. So there's a role that's called defend and to like physically defend him. There's one thing, but we could do this maybe as defying danger. No. Yeah, so this could either be defend, which is more of a physical thing. Honestly, that's the thing that makes the most sense. Um, but I would let I'll, yeah. So let's have you do this as a defend role to defend Matt, or defend. I'm sorry, Herzl Quarterling. Um, so when you stand in defense of a person, item, or location under attack, roll plus Constitution. So go ahead and roll two d six and add your Constitution bonus. <laughs> We got seven, Five. so six. Five. Six is not good. Okay. <laughs> so does anybody want to help them stand in defense of Herzl? Uh, yeah, I attack the owl bear. Okay, so let's say let's have uh let's have Dr. Pilkus um help out. So go ahead and just roll two D six, just regularly, no bonus. Ten. Ten is pretty good. All right, so that kicks it up to a seven. So Jessica um, since now Brandon, the Rangers role is up to a seven. Um, you get to hold one of these options. You get to redirect an attack from the thing you defend to yourself. You can have the attacks effect or damage. You can open up the attacker to an ally. And it does seem like Dr. Pocus Goldstein wants to kill this thing, or you could deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. And I should say this, I have forgotten to do this. Every time you fail a roll, you get an experience point. So if you failed a roll in this, you got an experience point. Cool. Let's open it up for Jake. Let's open it up for Jake. Awesome. Okay, so you're like you're like making a bunch of hooting noises and growling noises like a bear. Um, maybe you try to uh, uh, maybe the the owl like poops some to make the bear more owl bear more comfortable and it's like it's like wait hold on one of my fellow and then dr pilkus can attack this thing so then uh yeah dr pilkus go ahead and uh that sounds like a hack and slash roll to me so that's roll plus strength do i add oh wait so you roll 2d6 plus your strength modifier yeah eight eight all right so with an eight you are going to be dealing damage to this thing and you're going to be so eight turns into a nine because uh, you got a, a bonus from uh, Brandon and Frederico, but nine is still the same deal. So you're going to be rolling damage. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. 
Okay. So, and... Hold on. Oh, boy. Uh, 14. 14 damage? Oh. Yeah, I got a 9 plus 4 plus 1. God damn. All <laughs> right, so this thing's going to do 3 damage to you. Uh, how does this go where you kill this owl bear? Again, dude? Yeah. So it does three... uh, Well, I, I can if you don't have any ideas, but if you have an idea of how this looks awesome where you murder an owl bear. Right in his owl bear nuts. Hit him with the hammer. All right. One so, yeah, owl so... nut, one bear nut. Yeah, it, yes, that's, that's the thing. It's one owl testicle, one bear testicle. They're very mismatched. And um, and it, it rears up on its kind of hind legs and it's flapping its weird arms that are maybe kind of wings, but they it, owl bears can't fly. And it's doing this and it's shaking Herzl Quarterling. And um, it like pauses for a minute as Brandon and Frederico uh, distract it. And then Dr. Herzl Quarterling slides in like a baseball player and just wails on this thing's um, owl crotch. And um, it just goes, Mayo, and dies. Pocus Goldstein. I'm sorry, yeah, Dr. Pocus Goldstein slides in like a baseball player, wails on this thing's owl crotch, and uh, the owl bear goes, Mayo, and it dies and uh, flops over, spilling Herzl Quarterling out of its mouth. So I think that uh, in that case... You hear a roar from the inside of the uh, the cave, and a second owl bear comes charging out, and um, it charges right towards y'all. And I'm gonna need everybody to make a uh, defy danger roll, not to be essentially bowled over by this thing. Depending on what your game plan is, to not get knocked over, possibly knocked off a mountain, and injured, um, you're gonna have to roll different things. So if you're like, I'm just going to stand there and I'm so strong, that's could be strength or constitution. If you're just going to take it, if you're going to like leap out of the way, that's probably dexterity. If you've got another option that could work with some other things, but yeah, everybody's going to have to make this roll. 2d6? 2d6 plus whatever. So tell me how you're planning to not get bowled over by this owl bear, and then we'll we'll figure out what you got to add to it. Um, I'm just gonna stand there. Sometimes you gotta take one, you know. Okay, that sounds like Constitution. So, Doctor Pilkus, go ahead and roll two d six plus Constitution. So, so I got a nine. Nine's not bad. Roll in between everyone's legs because he's so small. That sounds like a dexterity kind of thing. All right, done. Nine. Also a nine. Okay. I'm gonna do uh, the Constitution and stand there. Oh, you're also gonna tough it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the classic, the classic bard. I'm bard, just bard, gonna, bard. I'm just gonna take it. <laughs> naked. Yeah. It, also, you're nude. Yeah. Um, I'm currently naked and afraid, and <laughs> yeah. I rolled a five. You rolled a five. Oh my god. <laughs> I could help him. Uh, uh, honestly, you can't help. Him. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's that that roll is 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 too low, unfortunately. Yeah, you want to give me two six? Naked and afraid. Roll. Okay, how about Slim and uh, Brandon? I could go. Um, 
Not only am I going to stand there, I'm going to play with fire in my hands gently. So I'm going to use constitution. Okay, you're just going to try to tough it out as well. Go for it. I rolled a eight. Rolled an eight. Okay. And finally, Brandon slash Frederico. We are going to use dexterity to hop out of the way of danger. We're going to grab Frederico and just kind of hop out of the way. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Go for it. We got six. Oh, fuck. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But 15, our dexterity was 15. So then if your dexterity is 15, that's plus one. So we got seven. Yeah, so seven. Okay, awesome. All right. So folks who... Um, folks who got a seven to nine, so I'll give you three options. You can take four damage. You can be knocked off of the trail where you're hanging on to the mountain, or you could lose an item that you have. Pilkus will lose one item. What is the item Pilkus loses? I'm going to lose my antitoxin. All right. So your antitoxin is maybe shattered um, by this owl bear that's rushing you and like kind of body checks you, but you're able to move out of the way. Yeah. You're able to take you're, you, you take the hit like a football, like a lineman, uh, but it busts those uh, antitoxin vials. Busts those cheeks wide open. That's the old owl bear expression. <laughs> All right, so we got Dr. Pilkus and his busted cheeks. What else are we doing? Um, I'm going to get knocked off the trail. All right, Slim is going to... I'm going to blame... Her, uh, let's I'm going to blame Herzl. I'm going to blame Herzl. A fuel okay, so you, rage. Sure, so you're, sure, you're knocked off the thing. We see um, Slim, the immolator, get like kind of bowled over, and he kind of rolls and is holding on to the edge of the the uh, trail. We'll come back to that in just a moment. How about uh, Herzl Quarterling? I'm going to use those couple of adventure gears that I picked up before. Okay. Uh, can you roll a 1d4 for me, Matt? Four. Fuck you, give me the dice. You want a four? No, that's losing four of them. <laughs> I got a two. Two, all right. So you lose two of the uses of adventuring gear. So like some of your stuff spills out. You're like, no, my extra grappling hook and, and, and torch. No. I've died. Okay. Um, who else got a seven to nine? I got a seven. You got a seven. Okay, so do you want to take four points of damage? Do you want to get almost knocked off the trail, or do you want to lose something? Can I lose the goblin bones in my inventory? <laughs> Did you really take the goblin bones? 
Yeah, you said we had to. You didn't have to, but I, that was a joke. But yeah, so you're like, no, my goblin bones. And this this uh, this thing kind of like knocks, like runs into you. And Rico. Give him to Frederico. Yeah, Fred, everybody knows owls like to chew on goblin bones. Yeah. It's old news. Anybody who's ever seen an owl knows this. Okay, so yeah, you... This thing rushes past you, and like as it brushes you, you're kind of sp- oh, ugh, knocked over a bunch of shit. Uh oh. Oh, fungal. Okay. The uh. Anyway, the yeah, this thing rushes past you, and you're kind of spun around, and you're like, no, my goblin bones, and they're flung off the side of the mountain. And down below, there's like a uh, the a widow of one of the goblins who was like killed by Jake murdering them, and is like, like oh finally I can I can I can lay my my sweet Clorg to rest here at this grave. I know we didn't find his body, and then she's just rained on by bones of her dead <laughs> goblin husband, and she's like, yeah. Anyway, so everybody else got a. Success a full a ten a, ten or more or a six or below. Oh, that was me. Yeah, I'm ready to die. Okay, so you got a six or below. Yeah. Okay, so I think that in that case, you take seven damage, oh. which is a lot, especially for a nude bard. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it. It has you in its beak, and it's shaking the shit out of you. All right. Um, yeah. So that's that's the deal. Is at the moment, Bard Bard the Bard is being is like in the beak of this owl bear, and it's just shrieking. Um, its mate has just been killed by Doctor Pilkus Goldstein, and now it's just shaking the shit out of this uh, nude Bard. He's got a nice hat, but otherwise he's naked. Nice as long as I don't lose that, I'm happy. Yeah. He's got uh, a great hat. The hat looks the hat looks on point. Can I uh, jump on this thing's back and stab it? Absolutely, go for it. So this is a hack and slash roll for um, Herzl Quarterling, the thief. We're just being totally chaotic about it. Go for it. Do your thing. Rolling two d six eight. What am I adding to the hack and slash? Hack and slash. You add your strength modifier. Unless, what weapon are you using? Uh, I only have a dagger and a, a bow. So my dagger, my toe knife. Your toe knife. You're, so you're using your toe knife. So yes, that's just strength. What did I roll? Uh, Unless uh, what? As as a as a halfling, you get bonuses on thrown stuff. Yeah. Do you want to just throw throw the toe knife at him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I fucking. Throw this thing like a ninja at him and roll a nine. Okay. Well, if I do that, it's fucking ten. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's what I thought. So okay, so you do that. So this is a volley roll, actually. Um, so it's a ten. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's your damage? Uh, I gotta roll. Oh, no, no, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage. Think the orange one? Yeah, I think so. Six. Six. Okay, so you throw a toe knife at this uh, at this thing, and it like uh, like it reacts like, 
It's a there. I have no idea what that noise would even be. <laughs> Who knows? It just farts for 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, it still has um, Bard Bard the Bard in its uh, in its grip and in its, in its uh, beak. And I'm going to throw this out. If somebody doesn't, including Bard Bard, if somebody doesn't get this guy out of there, chomp <laughs> him in half. <laughs> so, if, does anybody, including Bard Bard, want to stop that? I'll make an attempt. Who's making an attempt? Pilkis. Dr. Pilkis Goldstein here. Alright, yeah. so what's his game plan? I'll hammer the thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. That's true. And it makes sense that he has a hammer because he's got one move: hammer. <laughs> right. yep. So it's like me sexually. I got one move, and that's it. The. Uh, okay. So you're just attacking this owl bear. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So go ahead and roll your um, uh, hack and slash. So two d six plus strength. No. Uh, ten. Ten is pretty good. All right. So you run at this thing. Do you want to do extra damage, but open yourself up to attack? Yep. Alright, so go ahead and roll an additional... What is it? 1d6. Alright. So roll your d10 and a d6 and your d4 for Merciless. We got 16. 16. Damn. <laughs> Alright, so this thing is going to do 7 damage to you in turn. Um, but tell me how you kill this thing and save Bard Bard the Bard from being chomped in half by an owl bear. Will my strike also do damage to Bard Bard? Um, I assume no is the answer, but yeah, no. <laughs> do you want to? Yeah, go for the nuts again. So you just attack this. Owl bear again in the crotch. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. It was in his mouth. I can't have him in. Okay. So yeah, he's so you, with, uh, he's with one large nut, one small nut. <laughs> Maybe you spin around with this hammer like a discus thrower, and you just fling yourself into the thing, and you just dive through its chest. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And um, it just goes, and it flings out Bard Bard, and he's like, covered in owlbear saliva. Again, totally nude, but wearing a giant <laughs> And meanwhile, this owlbear is now, um, like, just, it's scratched the fuck out of you as you, uh, like, flung into it. But yeah, its chest is entirely caved in, and it breathes its last. And um, uh, Brandon, who speaks some owl, uh, and Frederico, who is an owl, you hear this thing go, but this was our honeymoon. <laughs> I so, failed. <laughs> yeah. so you've destroyed this owl bear honeymoon. Um, yeah, you guys are outside this dark cave. Still? We haven't even gotten anywhere. I'm dangling off a cliff. Oh, that's right. Slim is dangling off a cliff. Slim. Let's have you try to get your ass back up onto here. So the easy thing would be strength, maybe dexterity. So it's up to you. How are you trying to get back up? My speed and agility to swift my way up. All right. So 
Let's go ahead and roll plus dexterity and see if you can get your butt back up on the trail. Or if you, you know, fall off a mountain. All right. Uh, I got an eight. An eight. Okay. Eight's pretty good. So in the process, you're going to lose something. What is the thing that you lose? Uh, I don't really have anything. <laughs> <You're close. laughs> I don't have clothes. All I have is my rations and my five uses of adventuring gear. So you could use your, lose those rations. You could lose um, some adventuring gear. I lose some adventuring gear. Okay, go ahead and roll a D4 for me. Three. Three? You lose three uses of adventuring gear. Right. So like a bunch of stuff spills out, like a bunch of rope and uh, torches and um, grappling hooks or whatever the hell. You're like, oh, damn. But yeah. So meanwhile, you guys are now all standing there in front of the mouth of this dark cave. It smells like owl bear shit and also owl like owl bears were doing it in there and you're like, "Ugh, gross." It was there. Uh, say again. Jessica, what did you say? I said it was their honeymoon. Was there honeymoon? Yes, there's like an owl bear sex smell that wafts at you guys. That's like, oh, that's potent. Like it almost knocks some of you over. Can I use one of my healing potions? Absolutely, you can. How does that work? When you drink an entire healing potion, heal yourself of 10 damage. Oh, so you just heal 10 damage. Okay. Easier. You don't, you don't roll a d10, you just heal 10. Awesome. Cool. So you drink that. You heal 10 damage. And yeah, you guys are outside of this dark cave that smells like owl bear scat. I said you get moving into the cave. All right, so we're maybe moving into this cave. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, inside the cave, I'll go ahead and tell you there's no more dangers in here. Um, but if you guys go in, um, it's full of like owlbear nest stuff. There's a lot of goblin bones. So Jessica, don't worry. There's more goblin bones if you need those. Um, there's other stuff. Could one of you roll a d20? Whoever. So no, Jake, you got luck of the roll. Ten. <laughs> roll a ten. Okay. Could you roll the d20 again? Jake. Go on. Nineteen. All right. So you find nineteen gold worth of various coins and other like various uh, items that might be worth money, and you find a chest plate that's plus one armor. So you find like some leather armor. So maybe if. Uh, a certain nude bard wants to strap some armor on himself. That could work out or not. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay naked. You're gonna stay naked. I'm confident. Okay. So if somebody else wants that, they. Um, I guess armor doesn't stack like that. So is there anybody else who has no armor? Okay, good. I have nothing. You have no armor at all. Yeah, so you can put that on, and it's a uh, yeah, it's some like toughened hide leather armor. Yeah, it definitely has to be hide. 
Try to leap on top of the gold pieces that were going to discover the tunnel. Are you going to try to take the gold piece and be like, no, those are mine. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to like jump on top of them. Um, sure. That's it. I did it. They're mine. All right. All right. <laughs> if everybody else is okay with that. I think that Frederico should take one gold piece from out of Matt's arms. <laughs> Just swoop in and take one piece. <laughs> You hear like, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> you're like, no, my gold pieces. <laughs> so, uh, I, Dr. Pilkus seems like he's not okay with uh, Herzl taking the gold. Man, I don't care. That's curling us a lot. I couldn't hear that. I'm sorry. I said, uh, in the interest of furthering his game, along, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> So he's like, uh, I hate this, but I'll allow it. All right. So, yeah. So now you guys are in a weird position. You're in this dark-ass owlbear cave. It's full of owlbear scat and other stuff. And um, that's it. You found everything that's valuable. What the fuck now? Is there anything that we can see? Can we go any further, or that's it? It sounds like Dr. Pocus Goldstein is trying to, like, carefully look at his surroundings, right? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll a Discern Realities. That's pl a plus wisdom roll. Oh, god damn it. Dude, be careful with that computer. It's fucked up. Level 2d6? 2d6 plus wisdom, yes. We got nine. What'd you get? A nine. A nine. Okay. So you get to ask one of the discern reality questions, which include bah, 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 what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? And what here is not what it excuse me, appears to be? I'm going to go with what here is not what it appears to be. All right. So... Um, the owl bears have been burrowing into part of this, so it's a naturally formed cave. But the owl bears have been further burrowing in to get this closer. And one of the things that you notice as you're going through is there's a part of the cave wall that's thin enough that you think you could punch through and get to some other thing, whether it's another cave, whether it's an, a cavern, whether it's like an open side, who knows what it is, but there's part of this that seems, very, if you knock on it, it seems very thin. Alright, can I hammer through it? Absolutely, if you just bash through this, yeah. Classic hammering, classic, classic Yeah, so, so here's another question I have for you guys. Um, how the fuck are you seeing anything? I'll conjure a flame. Ooh, okay. So let's have you, just for fun, as an emulator, if you're conjuring up a flame, can you roll whatever the hell it is that you have to roll for that? What, a 2d6? It's 2d6 plus. Suko style, right? So, are, you, yeah. are you conjuring a weapon of pure flame, or are you just conjuring up some fire? I'm just conjuring up some fire. So plus wisdom, yeah. Wisdom? Yep. Okay. 
seven. Okay, so um, yeah, so you're able to. I'm gonna use the five. Yeah, you're able to bust out some uh, briefly, though not for very long. A um, like you're able to like hold fire in your hands like a dope magician. And you're like, yeah, look at this shit. I'm Chris Angel, baby. And you're doing that, and you're kind of holding this, and we're able to see what's going on. And we see Dr. Pilkis looking at this thing, and he's able to use his hammer to bust through. And on the other side, it's very clearly ancient ruins, these ancient caverns. And uh, that's where we end our episode for this week. So you guys know now you have to go through some ancient caverns to uh, get to the true secret of Mount Gloom. Ha, 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 ha. Thanks for listening to This American Dice Presents Dungeon World Cousins Edition, Mission to Mount Gloom, Episode 1. Our cast for this episode included Matthew as Herzl Quarterling, Jake as Dr. Pilchus Goldstein, Jess as Brandon, and Frederico the Owl, Joey as Slim the Salamander, and Vinny as Bard Bard the Bard. Your dungeon master was Austin. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Cobalt and Sage Latora, if I'm saying that correctly. Music for this episode included Land of a Folk Divided by Midair Machine, Medieval Abstraction by Lucas Pernier and Miloslav Kolar, and H. Werewolf and Quaalude by Cowpay. Be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Originally, when Brendan and I were playing as separate people, I was going to be the paladin. One of the options for the paladin names was Titanus. Nice. I was going to be that. <laughs> there was, uh, I was, I went through a, a phase where I was like looking up a bunch of history of Rome stuff. And there was an emperor of Rome who was only emperor briefly, but his name was indeed Poopianus. <laughs> like Poopianus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at that time, the closer your name was to Smelly Butthole, the better. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Smelly Butthole the Third. <laughs>